we're good. Because God's good and God lives in us. Not that we have goodness of our own, but we've overcome the bone throne to have a kingdom of his own that he shares with us by grace so we can run the mighty race to win the prize of the high calling that's in Christ Jesus tonight in the heavenly flight of greater glory light. Thank you, Jesus, for helping us deal with all kinds of wild stuff that opposes us, all the stuff in the world that he said you will have troubles, but be of good cheer. Lord, we dedicate our lives to the good cheer. <laughs> we need the good cheer beer for his glory as your rear. Amen. I will be your guard so you know that I'm never afar. Mm. Thank you, Father, for an ever-present help in time of need, so that no weapon formed against us shall by any means prosper. There will always be the head. What's the head? Jacob. Will never be the tail. What's the tail? Samael. Will never be the serpent. Will always be the son. We've gone from serpent environments into sonship atmospheres of light and bliss and healing and wisdom, righteousness, holiness in the Spirit of God. Mm. What does the Bible say? You have received the spirit of adoption by which we cry, Abba. We don't cry, but we're just saying Abba. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm crying today. Whew. They're really trying to steal my joy today. It was like World War III in the spirit world. Thank you everyone who's participating with Shadrach's broadcast and taking seriously the 60 million mandate of RLM faithful soldiers for RLM Global. If you want to register for that, go to rlm.tv. And there's a form out there you can fill and sign up and register to be in RLM Global. Now, it is a necessary act of faith. It's an absolute necessary covenant with God. Just like you received physical scrolls when the apostles sent you writings, it was, an, it was a contract with God. It comes in the physical too. We got a lot of Gnosticism in the charismatic church that says, Oh, I don't need a contract. I don't need something physical. I have it in the spiritual. The Bible says you needed both. You need it in the physical and the natural. You know what the physical acts of the spiritual are called? The prophetic. The mighty acts of God, the clothing of the saints, the righteous garments, the white linen, is the righteous acts of the saints called prophetic acts. Without them... The kingdom doesn't advance at all. You know, the kingdom cannot advance only in spirit. No, it won't. You could be in the spirit, a spiritual person. Oh, I'm in the ether of God. You know, you have a lot of real <laughs> stuff go on there, but you'll never advance the kingdom until it's also in the natural. That's why it says, on heaven as it is in heaven. Oh, wait, on <laughs> earth, in the earthen elements as it is in heaven which means in the natural 
as it is in the spiritual. We got as the spiritual is in the spiritual, and we think we're mature. The Bible says that's the exact opposite of maturity. That is complete immaturity if you do it all in the spiritual. <laughs> well, I'm spiritually married to Jesus. Naturally, you live like a mess and a slob, and you haven't made your bed in 30 days. Jesus would never sleep in your room. You know what I mean? He says, foxes have holes, birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Why? Because you don't make your beds. Repent. <laughs> 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 Launderer's soap. <laughs> yeah, which is laundry detergent. Laundry detergent, hallelujah. OxyClean. You can't get clean with water only. You need bleach. <laughs> You need soap for your floors. <laughs> yes. You gotta mop. It's not enough just to sweep. You gotta mop the floors <laughs> with the soap. I bought soap for my floors today. <laughs> I was at the store buying cleaner for my floors today. That is wild. Hallelujah. <laughs> I had ordered some and it exploded in the mail. I Hallelujah. said, the enemy is not stealing my blessing. Not today, Satan. I'm mop these floors. The devil is a liar. <laughs> I'm going to the store, and I'm getting clean floors today with no more delay. Amen. And as I went Amen. into the store to buy Mr. Clean, Ooh. I like Mr. Clean, 99.9% antibacterial. And Jesus, the glory, <laughs> the other 0.1%, if that didn't cover it, 100% the glory yeah. will. The Shekinah glory, when it comes and emanates out of you, I got to witness the Mr. Clean sponge. There was the scuff marks on the walls. 999 ain't good enough. I was I was getting the scuff marks out of the walls and there was that one scuff mark it just wouldn't budge. Remember that I was helping out in the laundry room. It would I was about to give up. I was like when will this end? <laughs> you need the Deuteronomy 11,000 fold clean. And I said, I almost was going to give up on getting out this scuff mark. And I said, no. I said, the Lord is my shepherd. I the shall Lord not rebuke you, germs. And I looked at the scuff mark on the wall and I said, not today, Satan. Not today, Satan. I grabbed it. Not I, today, stains. I took that Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and I said, And sure enough, bam, it got the rest of the stain out. And I saw the glory come out in the word. And like a magic eraser so, on the wall. Now, you might think we're a basket case and that's fine. It's the prophetic. It's prophetic. <laughs> so... But why is it so important to us to get the scuff out of the wall? Why is it so important for him to not just wait for the next shipment, but to get up today and go get the soap so you can get the clean floor? Why are these seemingly mundane prophetic acts <laughs> so important to us? You have to understand the power of the prophetic acts. Not just a random thing, I feel like this, or I have OCD, so I need to do all these things. It has nothing to do with that. The power of the prophetics is a life lived in the glory. Because when you live the glory life, everything you do is prophetic. And the power in that prophetic act in the natural realm has the potential to change things happening in the invisible realm in the angelic sphere. <laughs> and we've seen it and we've witnessed it many times. And even people... Besides ourselves, if I have a friend come over and they start to learn how to do these things, they watch the glory shift. You know, Marilyn came over the other day and was vacuuming. I said, isn't that the glory on the vacuum? Can you believe it? And she's vacuuming. Look at it. Oh, my God. And there it goes. 
When she finished vacuuming the section, it was brighter. <laughs> just physically brighter. The emanations of glory, Shekinah, everything was just brighter. We've talked about it before when we were cleaning and the manifestation, some blood from the invisible realm physically materialized in the cleaning. I know that we talked about the sunglasses cleaning, the innards of the slain scorpion bowels as we sliced them with the word of God, the lightning sword at Joel's bar as we were slaying scorpions. You know, you're tearing up and disemboweling demonic beings. Their guts might get all over your glasses. That's why we wear sunglasses. Don't because demon blood yeah. commonly sprays all over the place it's around true. real soldiers of the Holy Ghost. It's true. You need to wear safety goggles because you're disemboweling demonic forces. And you just don't want that in your eyes. I hope it's you not the best. Yeah, so please, thank you for understanding. Why are you wearing sunglasses? And you know, every demon in the comment section would for a long time be like, well, why are you wearing sunglasses? Like, to well, protect us from, from you, your feces. From you. <laughs> yeah. It's a safety protection because we're in a laboratory. The priest's job... <laughs> is to clean everything in Israel. Yeah. Clean and unclean. So what was Levi, the cleaners? What were they to clean? Themselves and the entire nation. That's exactly what the Bible says. What is New Covenant Revelation, Levi? Cleaners. What are we cleaning? Everything in heaven, everything on earth. First in ourselves, then in others. That's called Christian ministry. So if you're dealing with tremendous uncleanness called potent sorcery, Babylon the Great, or a Babylon earthly Christianity. You're dealing with such uncleanness, you have to take extreme safety measures mm -hmm. to protect yourself from the uncleanness. The Bible says the eyes are the window of the soul. Guys, the difference between allowing this stuff in the eyes and not is light and darkness, heaven and hell. They say, oh, well, you need to have stronger light in your eyes. That's true. I totally receive that. Amen. So continue to pray and encourage us and help the Shekinah grow in our eyes by being such a blessing. Amen. Yes. Help us to grow to your <laughs> level of Shekinah coming out of your eyes. <laughs> Amen. Let us magnify the Lord of Shekinah together. Now, you are at war against fallen angel forces. The things I was wrestling today were honestly astonishing to me. The three days that I felt hod, which is the left leg, the left hip, the left knee, the left mm -hmm. foot, that whole pillar of hod, which is mercury, that whole sapphire stone, which is the stage and the angelic sphere of Archangel Michael of the hosts of heaven, that whole realm in me was vibrating with lightning for three days. No explanation, no revelation. I know that's where I need to go. I'm going to go from Yasad to, to Had, and so I know it's the next step. But I did not understand why my left leg was vibrating with lightning. You know, like when you get your phone a text message, but it's on silent and it buzzes? It did that in my whole leg for three days. What that lightning was for, now I understand today after wrestling these demonic forces, was for wrestling Samael, who lives in Black Hod. This fallen angel, which is considered chief of the demons, he's also called king of the demons, married to Lilith, queen of the demons. This thing is so insanely nasty that God was preparing me with lightning, as it's written, I saw Satan, which is Samael, fall like lightning. The lightning is to destroy Samael. 
So we just release that lightning through all your left legs and through your heads too and your hearts and your flesh and your blood, your spirit, your soul, your mind and your strength. Your whole houses be infused with lightning. There is lightning to protect you from all wickedness. Now, you have heard it said, put on the full armor of light, but do you understand that light is lightning? <laughs> lightning. Light comes down from the path of lightning. The path of lightnings are the sapphire stones. You have never had any light from God that has not come down through the planets known as seven stars. Seven stars in his right hand. The stairway in the sky. God's path of lightnings is only releasing Shekinah through the planets into the earth and the last one to reach the earth for the breakthrough in the earth for there to be on earth as it is in heaven is the moon. It all corresponds to the moon. In fact, the whole curse on earth is because the moon was diminished from releasing the Shekinah of yad heh It's true. I was just Googling it just to back up my preaching at Joel's Bar last night. Could we survive on Earth, Google, without the moon? They're like, nope, you would be in an ice age for millions of years. No. That's what it said. You would either be burnt up by the sun <laughs> or you'd be in ice. He said, but the moon moderates the temperature and makes the climate of Earth livable. That's the response I got. Mm. I said, oh. Praise God for the moon. You need the moon. And if the moon's doing that in a diminished state to sustain all biological life on planet Earth, for there to be blood beating in your heart, pumping over your brain so you can think your next thought and move your hand and drive your car and go into your house, go grocery shop and eat your next meal, you can't do any of that without the moon. You understand that? That's exactly the truth, anyhow. But it's not just about the natural light. It's also... The glory light that causes the natural light to increase in quality. So when we go from glory to glory, it is only because of the quality of light from the moon intensifying in our blood. As it's written, the moon shall be turned to blood. Now whose blood? Well, it's been human blood. Unclean blood. So we had animal blood for what? To cover the sins of the unclean blood of the Israelites or the believers in Judaism. That's what mm. the Old Testament is. Now guess whose blood we have? Jesus. Is it similar to animal blood? Not even close. It was in his resurrection form. Mary, don't cling to me, for I have not given my blood yet to my father. Why? Because the new covenant is not based on human blood anymore. It's based on human blood transfigured into divine liquid blood, which is what the true light actually is. False light is not based on the bloodline of Jesus. Beware that the light in you is not actually darkness. What is Jesus Christ saying? Beware that the blood in you is not actually light. Beware of the animal blood that you have in your faces, in your minds, in your hearts, in your hands. Beware that that blood that you think is light, that you think is the blood of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that you think is God's light in you, is not actually darkness. Which means you need a transfusion. You need dialysis. You're born in human blood terminal. That little cute baby is terminal. That ain't cool, man. 
We need some dread champions to arise and change humanity's blood. What are the saviors of the earth, the leaves of that tree, the, the healing of the nations? What's the word for nations? DNA, ethnicities, the healing of Adam. The healing of the human race is at hand for those who can get a blood transfusion through the understanding the wisdom of the Holy Ghost imparted to us and bind ourselves to the leadership of the spirit of the apostle of Jesus, which is the Holy Ghost, and rise into the realms that his blood flows down from. So a blood moon is someone who is intensifying the light of Jesus, his perfect blood, his perfect glory, his perfect word, his perfect will in their hearts and minds. And you know what blood's for? Action. What's blood for? If you have blood in you, that means you're activated, you're animated. Blood is the animation of that which would otherwise be damned and dead. So... The life is in the blood. What does that mean? Without blood, there's no life. You have blood, but your quality of life, Jesus Christ said that life was not actually life. Human blood is not living. You think it is. You're wrong. Human blood is dying blood. So we drink the blood of Jesus. What did Jesus Christ say? You can't be my disciple unless you drink my blood, which means unless you tap in to his light, you will diminish and never be a Christian. Never demonstrate who God is, and it'll all just be made up religion in your head. So the test of knowing whose are Jesus's and whose are the world's is in the blood or in the quality of light in the human vessel. Yeah, instead of the decaying, dying blood. The blood in you, when you're born on earth, just a regular human, it's a fading glory, that congealed light, that blood is... And it ha there's a time stamp there, right? There's a limitation to the amount of years you can physically live as just a regular human being. It's a fading glory. Under the dead letter of the law, under the principalities of the powers of the air, under Satan, living under the second heavens, without revelation, without taking action, based on the prophetic, the true pure prophetics, not Black Hod and Netza, from the prophets of Jezebel and Baal. But why is it that your blood has that limitation? Mm. Other than that, let's look at the world's chart, the one that, uh, the, thing, the, the black and white one. The non-color one, yeah. Not the, where's this one? Mm, I think, yeah, that'll look. So how you came down into the world I knew you before I knit you together in your mother's womb. Mm. Everyone who comes from heaven into earth, angel or soul being born into your mother's womb right when the sperm reaches the egg and fertilizes it, at that moment there's a flash of light and God sows you. He knits you together in your mother's womb, right? That's the silver cord that otherwise, if you weren't sewn onto that little piece of flesh, you would just fly back away to your source, like, get me out of here. <laughs> but uh, I know some of you wish that today, but you know what? Uh, to be absent let's from change the body our prayers. <laughs> is to be present with God. Amen. So, but let's change our prayer life. Not, you know, get me out of here, God, to how can I be of service in the army of God? I came here for a reason. I agreed to do it. All right. 
and you agreed to do it without your memory of prior things in heaven. So you've already agreed to this. You okay. agreed to assassination. <laughs> okay. Of All damnation. Right. Oh yes, oh yes. So when the soul comes down through the lightning path, some souls were more affected during the fall than others. Right, you were in the loins of Adam. Right, and if looking through all biblical literature, whether it's the Old Testament, the New Testament, Jasher, Jubilees, uh, patriarchs, Jewish literature, the consensus all the way across the board is they consider someone to have been in the loins of someone else in the past. Like when they're talking about Levi, when they're talking about uh, Abraham giving to Melchizedek, all of those things, they talk about, well, that at that time, so-and-so was still in the loins of their father. So this picture here, when you're looking at the top, and you go all the way down, look at the right-hand side, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, born! Or, well, you, well, <laughs> well, that's, that's your birthing into the world. You were born out of Shekinah. So you were born into this world before you were brought all the that way to conception. At, that boom happens at conception. Yep, that's at conception. So you're born into the world, a living being, a soul. That's why it is considered a sin and human sacrifice to demons to terminate an embryo. That life, God has already taken this little creature of light that came down whom he knew before the foundations of the world before before you were ever born and he knits you together in there you are a conscious soul a living being that's a soul at conception that came from god directly mm -hmm. in the third heaven so any form of abortion is the murder of that soul that's attached to that flesh so you come down, you're born out of Shekinah. It's also uh, symbolic for your notes of the womb of Rachel. Right, Ra Rachel is represented in the moon. That's the final stop before coming down into the earth. So if you were born on this earth, you've been through that womb of Shekinah. All souls, they come down. All right, so at the fall of man, some souls were affected more than others. And so it's your mission at whatever state that you're at, your family, your family line, your genetics, the sin past, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're dealing with, that's your mission to deal with those things and elevate your soul. Not in self-promotion or pride, but to go back up that ladder. Check this out. So what mm -hmm. she's saying, this verse here, Deuteronomy 32.6, Remember your creator. Ecclesiastes 12.1, Remember your creator. Ecclesiastes 12.2, Remember your creator. Ecclesiastes 12.3, Remember your creator. <laughs> it says it again. Ecclesiastes 12.4. Remember your creator. So what is the teacher telling you? 
to awaken to where you came from in the Father before you were formed in the womb. So it's an awakening to God within. Understand that. Remember your Creator. Religion is trying to remember out here. So you're trying to do it through the Adamic race. That's dullness. That's not how revelation or awakening works. That is the aftermath. That's the outside of the temple. That gets the overflow of the cup that overflows. Remembering can only happen in the heart. That's why Apostle Paul says, I preach to awaken hearts. I preach to help you remember your Creator. Until you remember your Creator, you're, you're not covenanted with Him. You're covenanted to the creation, bearing the images of birds, beasts, and reptiles. I don't care how Christian you think you are. Until you remember your Creator, your entire soul is locked in creation. That's called darkness. Remembering is Shekinah. Once you've remembered Creator, you see God, the path appears. The stairway appears. The hidden person of the heart has the stairway in it. There was a secret stairway in the Holy of Holies. You know that? It represented, it was in the temple, it was hidden in Solomon's temple. It was back by the Holy of Holies. That ladder, that secret entrance and that secret ladder represents man's potential possibility of ascending to God like Enoch. That's the highest calling even in Judaism because some Jews did it. Some children of God did it, guys. Which means it is the highest state of divinity is that ladder. The ladder that we teach every day. That ladder and that stairway is the highest teaching in Judaism. Truth anyhow. And what it represents is remembering. Remembering your Creator. So in order to remember Creator, guess what you have to do? Forget creation. And it's not a neglect. It's not a dissolving of responsibilities. Far from it. You'll get more excellent in responsibilities. You'll be the best manager of the realm of the natural. Why? Because you'll be more like the Creator. You get better at everything. Why? Because remembering is awakening to God. Mm -hmm. The more you awaken, the more you remember, the more God's ability shines forth through your hearts, brains, and hands. You can even type faster. Yeah, that's true. You'll drive better. Yeah. That'll challenge some people. I don't oh, know. Yeah. You, you, that's a miracle. Amen. You'll be loosing the idolatry from the natural dimension, right? So there are two different temptations there, like, like Brandon explained. The temptation is to go into just Gnosticism, neglect, neglecting the external realm, deeming it unimportant. Well, when you deem the external realm unimportant, let's look at the worlds again. Either one. Is that okay? If you deem the natural realm unimportant, look at the worlds that he made. That one at the bottom there? God made that. So when you're saying that the external natural realm is important, you're basically saying, you know what, God? This thing that you made is crap. I don't need it. I know this is like the most important part of your entire plan, but I'm too good for that. That's essentially the pride of what's being said, whether you're aware of that or not.
Yeah, so judging God righteous in all of his ways, and it's our responsibility as a royal priesthood to restore all things. Jesus Christ ascended to heaven, gave us the Holy Spirit, gave us the blood, the water, and the word, the Torah, which is new covenant law, for what? To restore everything. We've been trying to do it on earth, now we're going to walk on sapphire stones in the second heavens and establish living in new heavens realities. Life in the new heavens. That's the only future for the believer. There will not be any Christianity in the terrestrial like you've known it. It'll be celestial Christianity as it's written, I am from above. But your interpretation, your religious interpretation of me, Jesus Christ, he said, your Judaism is from below, which means they had completely misunderstood the entire covenant and all the teaching, all Moses, mm -hmm. and all the prophets. That's exactly what it means. Your entire interpretation is demonic. So they always were fighting against him. Why? Because they interpreted it from below. The interpretation of Old Testament words and New Testament words can only be from above. What do you fight in the stubbornness of all the religionists? And that's a lot of stuff that we are deal with around here too. What are you wrestling? Your earthly below interpretation when Jesus Christ said interpretation of the word can only begin above. So below, you're learning how to be under authority. What authority? The authority of the blood and water, 1 John 5. Three things are on earth that you're under. Three only that you're under. The spirit, the blood, and the water. And these three are in agreement. They're working mm -hmm. to get you up where? Well, he tells you, up into the word. Because the word is what sustains you in the new heavens for the heavens to pour forth speech. What is the heavens pouring forth speech? Night revealing knowledge. That's what it says. And the evening reveal or the moon reveals knowledge, which means those established in the word in the celestial realm, the secret stir in the sky, have the reigning of the word that makes new earth constantly. So these are the elements of the priesthood. These are how you have new heavens and new earth daily. And unless a priest, a believer, a person, a spirit that has a soul that lives in a body, obeys them and walks in them, the whole second heavens and the whole earth will be ruled over by fallen mm -hmm. angels. That's clearly what's written. That the God of this world has hardened the hearts and blinded them with darkness and unbelief. Now, the darkness unbelief is not just in the worldliness and those that hate Jesus and those that don't believe in Jesus. The darkness has crept into the church in the form of light. That's what we're dealing with now. And this all ties in together. Can we look at the black you. and white chart again? This Everything he just said ties in together with what we're saying about why is it that you can only live so many years on earth with the diluted soul, with the dilution of blood, right? The congealed light. Why is it that it's a fading, dying glory? Why are you born in the earth and you live and then you die instead of you just live forever in the perfection of heaven? In the high heavens, anyone who's ever traveled to heaven, the third heaven and higher came back. They said, 
Nobody in heaven dies, right? You live forever. Whether you've gone there with your flesh, like Jesus, and Enoch, and Elijah, or you go there without your flesh, which is most people in heaven. Most people in heaven do not have flesh and bone right now. They're waiting for their new bodies. This is the problem of what Apostle Brandon just spoke to you. The heavens pouring forth speech, revealing knowledge. Shekinah, represented in the moon. That represents speech. And what is it revealing? Da'at. So you have uh, the moon, diminished of light, the black moon, we have the influence of the black moon in the second heavens these days. That's why the souls can be so deluded. The greater the sin on earth, and you're living in the perverse generation, so it's about as worse, this is about the worst it's been. Yep. For a very long time. And what is the black moon revealing? Knowledge. Da'at of Pluto. The bone throne of Satan is being revealed in the souls coming through Shekinah because of the curse of the fall. And we're living in the perverse generation that Enoch prophesied as God revealed it to him that you would be living in right now. This is the seventh week, the seventh day. And so, as these souls are coming down, now, part of the gift of Judaism to the Jewish people like King David, we already talked about, there is Jewish history recorded of King David and Bathsheba meditating on these sapphire stones of holiness, not of the enemy ones, when they came together physically to procreate and bring a human being into the world, they had the discipline and the prayer life to not be just thinking about, you know, animal body parts and how I can feel good with my spouse, but their hearts and minds were meditating on the truth of the Torah, which is the sapphire stones. And they meditated on specific aspects. David, his thought was, unless God, Yadhevavhe Vavhe, builds the house, the builders build in vain. People say, oh, wasn't that psalm <laughs> written by Solomon? It wasn't actually written by Solomon. It was written about him. It's about his birthing process. That's real family closeness. A little uncomfortable. David understood how mm -hmm. souls come down from heaven. Mm -hmm. You understand how everything comes down from God. David knew the path of lightning. Mm -hmm. And Bathsheba was a woman of wisdom. She understood these mysteries as well. And she meditated on these qualities that he would be worthy of prophecy. There was a few things. I think it was Torah and prophecy. David represents mm -hmm. the perfect king, New mm -hmm. Earth. Yep. The tabernacle of David, which is the millennial reign of Christ. So which sapphire stones are going to affect what children people bear in the earth? Well, when the Moabites were just in sin, or people in the Sodom and Gomorrah were just living their lives, their sin that they chose to partake in aligned themselves with the black, with the black sapphire stones, a.k.a. the kingdom of Satan that he's had since the curse of the fall. The, you got now, that here, the cliff off. Yeah. This is how you get... Little gremlins yes. instead of Solomon. This is this is what's wrong with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I know the parents can give me give a witness that there's something right with this child. I know I love them, but they yeah. When right. when kids are birthed in lust, it's because they're mixed with all the fallen angels when they come down through the path of lightnings. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can uh, do the links and sign up your kids for the RLM 
gold Yeah, register soldiers. your children yeah, in the altar need, of God in the Lamb's Ooh, Book of Life. You know they need it. <laughs> <laughs> put Amen. their names down. Hey, hallelujah. The problem child, maybe put their name down twice. I'm just kidding. Put, put Listen, we need lightning and our lives <laughs> depend upon it. Without lightning, there's no sustenance of life. I mean, it is the very lightnings that emanate from the sapphire stones mm -hmm. that reveal God. What is he called in Revelation? Seal it up to the end. What is he sealing up to the end? Seven lightnings, seven thunders. Why are they sealed again? Because mm -hmm. only in the end is God's nature fully revealed. Only in the end is the gospel fully preached. So mm -hmm. until it comes forth with seven lightnings from the celestial realm of sapphire stones, the stairway of Shekinah, just forget anything you know, because it's usually just blocking you from the stairway of thunder and lightning. We need to be like Enoch during these times. Amen. Now, the key to Enoch is what? The reverential fear and awe of God. A reverence for what is unknown. A reverence for the things that you know nothing about. What did Enoch say to Michael continuously in the book of Enoch? I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. He wasn't standing there saying, oh, well, you know, I'm the, well, I'm pretty the greatest sure Christian in the whole world. <laughs> I've gone to Bible college and, you know, here's all my credentials. You've seen my desk and my doctorate of divinity in my office. It was basically like, I know nothing. I'm here to learn from you, Angel Michael. And then Michael then, through an act of humility, explained everything. You know, that's what Enoch says. And I learned everything from the holy watchers, from the holy archangels. Amen. Amen. So what kind of blood are you going to need to have in order to continuously animate your flesh and bone for a thousand years in good health well let's let's sapphire blood he was talking to me about it today hey let's look at the <laughs> sapphire stones again this is my favorite i love this why i love looking at the pictures so much with you guys is when we continuously repeat these images it burns it into your mind in this room right now, how many of you, you can raise your hand, have started to imagine and visionate these sapphire stone charts since we've talked? You see, yeah. Almost, yeah, everyone. It's your new body. It's your new blood. So becoming familiar with these images is beneficial because in a moment of warfare or in a moment of, you know, confusion is coming upon you, when you remember these images, Oftentimes, that's going to be the Holy Spirit reminding you of what you've studied, reminding you of the Word of God, which is on these sapphire stones. So that understanding that you've gained from learning wisdom of the Torah, the Holy Spirit quickens you to it because faith is only a reflection of that inward understanding of the revelations of the wisdom of the Old and the New Torah. So the bright, the measure of the brightness, the potential measure of the brightness of your faith mm. in Tiferet, that's where the source is. So when your Tiferet is bright and beaming, which is that balance of all of them, really, all that light coming into the sun, that's the measure that your faith of Malkut and the, and the moon can reflect the light of the sun. So your faith is going to grow as you grow in wisdom and understanding and the son of righteousness. Yep. And so the blood, now let's look at the, here on the sapphire stones of the blood. Understand this represents your body. All of your bodies, mm -hmm. your soul bodies, 
I can show the body chart. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. All the layers of you. Layers of soul. Spirit. Flesh. These correspond exactly. This is how you were created in the image of God. Now, here's a very important scripture for you. In reference to the quality of blood, we've so we've already talked about what's wrong with the blood coming down, right? We've talked about the black sapphire stone influence. We talked about how you can meditate To bring a different kind of child into the world, it's going to be easier the higher you go up. And angels can see mm -hmm. the quality of the child that comes down through the path of lightnings. Mm -hmm. That's why most of us were attacked continuously from birth. Mm -hmm. Amen. So, Ezekiel 32:27, And their iniquities will be etched upon their bones. That's Ezekiel 32:27. Mm. And their iniquities will be etched upon their bones. So let's look at the demon tree. So this body, if the etchings of the names of Satans, all these Satans, are etched into your bones because it is written, the word of God, right? God holds his word, what above his name? It is written, and their iniquities will be etched upon their bones. That's not just like a temporary tattoo, that's an engraving. We talked about the engravings of the sapphire stones. And you wonder why some only come out with fasting. Mm -hmm. Because to get down to blood and bone marrow level, it takes at least about three days of fasting. God yeah. once yeah. took me in a vision and, and uh, in the spirit broke every single one of my bones and poured out sand like witchcraft and then filled my bones with the bone marrow of Jesus. And he says, all human bone marrow, word of God separating bones from marrow, is filled with fallen angel witchcraft. That's the sand in the human bones. Mm -hmm. Amen. So what is it going to take if it's engraved? The engravings of the word of God are what you're going to need. Now let's look at the sapphire stone charts again. We can see the orbs. The orbs. The orbs. Show us the orbs. These orbs? I like these orbs. I like to drink from the good orbs. Just have a good fresh drink of sapphire stone, yeah. remember? Just, it's not for they your thinker. They drink from the sapphire stones, and the sapphire stones are Christ. No matter how hard you think about it, you're going to have to drink about it in order for you to receive and partake. You cannot be my disciple unless you drink my blood and eat my flesh, he said, and that's these stones. So... The engravings of these stones. What did I talk about as a witness every time we go up and we hit Keter? Those engravings of the names of God are written on your crown. Everyone that you conquer, there's engravings there. Like Gevra, Hesed, any of these. There's a word written there. And as it's circumcised, remember you're circumcising the shells. Uh, let's look at Akian picture if we can. You're circumcising the shells. Let's, can we zoom out? See how pretty the shells look? Because they absorb and they radiate light. Pretty shells. No, demon shells. Looks like angels of light. Looks yeah. like pretty orbs. That's literally the kingdom of hell. It's a kingdom of hell, right? It looks so nice. It looks so shiny. Stop going after shiny things. 
Just because it's shiny. Shekinah things, not shiny things. <laughs> shekinah things, not shiny things. Amen. And the shiny things will be added unto you. Amen? Amen. So, you need those shells broken because that shell, that might have the engraving of Beelzebub. It might have the engraving of Mammon. Look it, at the lower one has the water and blood in it that's corrupted. And the upper one, on the upper left, has lightning in it. Yeah, that's black the lightning. Black lightning of black cherubim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, ooh, lightning. I have lightning power now. It's like, <laughs> well, you better not be using that because Yeah, that's remember him. Star Wars. It was the emperor who had the lightning. Mm-hmm. The dark side. Yeah, yeah. So you can have lightning, but you want you have to do it in righteousness. <laughs> there, as you rise, some of you, the black lightning of the seraphim and the cherubim of the enemy kingdom, will come to you and try to tempt you to use power and anger. And there's tremendous joy in the teaching mm -hmm. of righteousness. Mm -hmm. You just get all cheached out and fried on the joy of righteousness. Yeah. It's literally the most exciting thing because you get cosmic upgrades that flow through your natural life, intensifying every aspect of your existence. Amen. Yeah, so it's, it's an amazing journey. And you want to pay attention to the warning signs that we give you because these aren't just some things that we read about online somewhere or just like, you know, came up with something. The Gospel of Google. The Gospel of Google. That's not going to save you, okay? This is wisdom from experience for survival and also just for doing well. You want to do well on this path. You don't want to just go through a whole cosmic school of hard knocks, if possible. Our forerunners released um, a lot of mystical teachings on the secret stairway of Song of Solomon. We are literally teaching the entire gospel of the stairway now. And then, it's the, the climax of the teachings of Christ. Right, their prophecies hinted at it, its existence, its uh, possible locations, visions of it. And as a technon seer, you have to understand, when you get caught up into heaven, when you get caught up into, let's say you experience the white rose realm, you did stillness, you travel in the spirit, you get caught up into heaven, you did the Bob Jones stillness, that's not conquering the seventh heaven, the, the seven heavens. That's not conquering the second heaven. That's traveling in the spirit, and that is not conquering the second heavens. You having a vision or traveling in the spirit and experiencing sights, smells, sounds, seeing things, you feel, oh, I felt like I was there in that garden, I was in the heavens. You can travel in the spirit all the way up to the seventh heavens. That is not the same as conquering the second heavens. Visitation versus habitation. Making new heavens mm -hmm. is completely different mm -hmm. than what the church age called rapture. Yep. So <laughs> rapture is not enough. This is about conquering, which means you are going to go up and you're actually going to be doing this as a work in your soul. This is the circumcision. The difference is raptures are just experiences. They'll they'll feed you, right? They get you excited. You'll get your peace back. Uh, like if you're just frustrated and you know you need your peace. Remember, Bob Jones says this: how to get your peace back. Just rapture. You might need a rapture a few times a day with what you're dealing with. But what is the conquering? Let's look at the uh, New World's chart. 
because some of you don't understand the difference yet, you're just starting to learn the difference. Because if you're already traveling in the spirit, you know, some people they're traveling in the spirit, experiencing realms of heaven, the garden, Eden, all that. How is this different? This is circumcision. Conquering by circumcision. It's a step-by-step -step process, one sapphire stone at a time. This is much different than technion, which means gifts of the spirit in your brain, visions, and raptures. And this is literally the rising of your spirit, growing your spirit to walk on and stand on sapphire stones. The heights of the sapphire stones that you walk on that are fully circumcised is the height of your stature as a tree. It is written in the New Testament, I see all men as trees. The man whose eyes Jesus opened up, the, the man with the blind eyes. When he first opened his eyes, he said, I see all men as trees. So the heights of your stature on sapphire stones that are properly and fully circumcised, not partially, fully circumcised. That is the exact height of your spirit man as a tree, as a tree of life and not a tree of death in the tree of Jesus engrafted and not the tree of Satan so that pouring forth speech the heavens pouring forth speech and revealing knowledge the Holy Spirit of knowledge which was promised in those days the knowledge of God will flood the earth the knowledge of the glory God's glory Hyperion. Hey. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> That's the word. Speech. It's the highest tree in the world. The redwood. In the redwood forest. The Hyperion. Yeah. Oh, in the redwood cedar of Lebanon. So it's the heart circumcision. Going up is simply circumcision to circumcision, which is the breaking of the shells. The removing of the shell. And remember, there are two steps to circumcision. One is the removal of the foreskin, and the other, the second step, is the removing of the uh, the membrane. So there are two steps. It was considered if you only removed the foreskin, but you did not remove the membrane. Phallus Peel back. mucus. Peel back the. Remove membrane. your phallus mucus, says the Lord. <laughs> Amen. It's the truth, anyhow. I can feel the cringing on that one. It's, yeah, just all peeling back. Oh, God, oh, God. Okay. All right. It's fine. It's fine. You'll be fine. You'll sure be okay. And please, uh, I know the temptation is a carnal interpretation of scriptures. Just like when the prophet Shadrach said, no more pizzas. <laughs> that was not a call to repent and cease from eating pizza. We just enjoyed pizza. Was that last night? Yeah. So... We repented to the pizza, right? So mm -hmm. it's not about eating pizza or not eating pizza. This is a great teaching <laughs> opportunity. That's knowledge of good and evil. That's witchcraft. Do I eat pizza or not eat pizza? Am I allowed to eat pizza? Sometimes pizza. Not too much pizza. How much? Like once a weekend? Do I just need to stop because People I'm just a sinner? People are asking what's the registration fee to, <laughs> to join the 60 million. I said, man, I'm going to have to watch uh, Shadrach's broadcast today. we got a registration fee. Now, it was completely prophetic. Yeah. It was prophetic, guys. Uh, 
Woo, Stop need, with the carnal interpretation. We need wisdom. Desperately, <laughs> we need wisdom so desperately now. So you don't need to go and, you know, check yourself in at the doctor for your adult circumcision. So and I just want to make sure. You just feel that thing. Saying, so <laughs> I just want to make sure. So then we don't pay a fee. You know, it's like do's and don'ts. If we're in do's and don'ts, we're constantly grieving mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Oh, man, I can just feel it. Yeah. If we're in do's and don'ts, we're still under the religious devil. That's what it is. We need prophecy. Prophecy gets us out of the do's and don'ts of the religious devil, where everything is about the life of Jesus. So obedience and and even the sacrifice is about growing Mm -hmm. in the light and life of Jesus, Mm -hmm. in the word emanating from our hearts. This prophetic act of registration Mm -hmm. with a sacrifice should come out of the life right. of Jesus yep. and the intensification of Shekinah towards God, not like, give me a number. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the right. do's and, the and don'ts of prophetic. numbers. The number was prophetic. I don't know. Like, And they can, you know, it's like, well, yeah. with the tithes, the number. The tithes is to encourage your heart to mm-hmm. begin sacrificing. It really is a minimum number. The reason why there is a tithe as a minimum number is because people are not hearing clearly because Shekinah is not emanating through them. When Shekinah is emanating through your heart, you'll give a lot more than 10%. Yeah. But if you don't have Shekinah emanating, if Christ mm-hmm. is not real inside you, then it's all do's and don'ts of the law on your head. That's not Christianity. You're not alive yet. You haven't remembered and you haven't awakened. The most important thing, guys, make sure you're guarding yourself from religion of do's and don'ts in your head. If you're turning it into formulas, you'll never grow no matter who you listen to from heaven. It's like, can I, what if I can't afford the registration fee? How much do I give? Is it this? Is it that? Like, Guys, there were people in Jesus' first coming that were struck blind. Struck blind. God shows up to these people. And because they had no ability to receive life in them, their senses were completely destroyed. Totally biblical. Mm-hmm. And later on, those that rejected he who activates the senses in Shekinah mm-hmm. were all the destruction of the nations that rejected Messiah. So what is Messiah? What is Jesus? Activator of true light. There's no life in you, no freedom in you, no heaven in you, no kingdom in you, unless it's about the increase of light in you. The enemy of light, you need to hear this, the enemy of light, which is life, is the do's and don'ts. Come on. Do's and don'ts. Tell me what to do. How about I impart him and you learn to yield to light, yield to the Lord of glory, Christ in you? What is realizing the glory? It's discovering the new covenant. How we all know, anyone that hasn't realized an awakened creator in their own spirit is not alive yet. You're not a Christian yet. That's true. How can you be a Christian separated from his light only in your head, which is anti-Christ, whore of Babylon? Your Christianity is of the dust of the earth, of the Adamic man, of do's and don'ts. That ain't God. Scripture says that's the devil. It's the devil. Most Christians are serving Satan because it's in their heads and not their hearts. 
What does he say in scripture? I'm jealous for you to rend your hearts and not your garments. Why? So you can connect with God and not be blocked from God by your religion. That's that's antichrist. That's arch enemy. That is what we're dealing with today in Joel's army. We're dealing with antichrist arch enemy. And what is it? All the religious interpretation of scripture and even spirit. You can be hearing but never understanding. Which means around the Holy Ghost. Around seven lightnings. Around seven thunders. And still be completely dead. Ever hearing. Never understanding. Otherwise they'd come into the knowledge or the light Shekinah. Which is truth. Truth is light. So truth comes down from God. Every good and perfect gift, including Torah, the word of God, created the heavens, named the stars, because it's the path of the food of the bread of heaven. It comes down. It rained manna. What does that symbolize? It's a symbolism of how God's word comes down through the secret stairway. We want to make the secret stairway not a secret anymore. If it's a secret, only high priests through direct revelation, understand it and walk in it. That ain't right. The whole world will perish if it remains a secret. It must become the gospel of the midair, the gospel of the midheavens, the gospel of the stairway in the heavenlies, the stairway of planetary rungs, the path of lightnings needs to be preached. Otherwise, nobody has a way to return home from God, and they'll all die in Christian religion and never fulfill their destinies. The Father's very desperate. He wants you to understand the difference clearly between darkness and light. Now, this i got to read this to you. Mm-hmm. This is in, I believe, Luke. Let's see. Beware that the darkness... You think it's light. Mm-hmm. We'll go right into it. Darkness and light. Oh, yeah. Can we look at the Akian while you're looking at that? Yeah. All right. So well, while he's bringing that up, I want you to understand what that wicked spirit that Brandon is raging against right now. Remember, it's not your spirit. It's the wicked spirit that's keeping you in bondage. You see that shell on the right-hand side there? That shell of evil that looks pretty looks nice that shell that's blocking you like if you're going to go on a planetary sphere and all you have is the shell you can't go you can't go any higher in christ you're only going to be going up in the demonic you have to break the shell you have to circumcise the sapphire stone that shell is christian that is your christian do's and don'ts that is your christian religious demon of do's and don'ts do I eat pizza or not eat pizza? Do, how much? Can, what if I can't do the registration fee? Is this enough? Did I do it right? What if I can't? Da da da. That is a demonic shell. Understand that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's why he's attacking it ferociously because your eyes need to open to see that those religious Christian, based on the stolen light of Torah, not coming directly from the source but being mixed mm-hmm. with a demon off of that stairway. It's not on the stairway of Jesus' bloodline. It's bloodline. It's not the narrow path. They're in the 
outside of the path. Mm -hmm. They're far away from the path. Amen. And so the next time when someone says, or when you when you feel the temptation, whether it's about pizza or about religion or about something in Red Letter Ministries, that you find yourself wanting to ask the question, can I eat pizza or not eat pizza? Uh, can we look at the clip off real quick? Mm, yeah. Do it. Can I eat pizza or not eat pizza? That's pan. It's all about what pan do you have? That's all of these principalities in the cliff off mm -hmm. are perfect Christians. Mm -hmm. Understand that now. Antichrist comes in the guise of Christ. What's Antichrist? Principalities. All these principalities, arch enemy, over all nations on planet Earth right now, are perfect Christians. Some will be charismatic, some will be Catholic, whatever. Anything to deceive you as God. Yep. Okay. Now, 124 times in the Bible, darkness and light are contrasted. 124 times. The enemy is darkness and light. Okay? Bob Jones says you understand the kingdom and of heaven and hell as darkness and light. You have to have this measurement of discernment. Otherwise, the darkness will get you 100% of the time. And the child will never mature in light, which means they can't even use unless you raise up a child in the way in which it goes. Well, I mean, if it's not raised, it is utterly good for nothing. If salt loses its saltiness, which means if it does not grow in the same source where the seed came from, you won't get anything good out of it, no matter if they believe in Jesus. It's clearly what's written. It's not enough just to have Jesus and live a good life. You must increase in Shekinah, which means if you don't, you turn back, you're not worthy of me. So, in order to have discernment between the whole war of darkness and light in the Bible and in reality, you must understand arch enemy is always pretending to be divine light. Always. The whole Jewish religion pretended to be Shekinah. You're dealing with it right now, and most of you are deceived. All Christianity has pretended to be light. Is there some truth? Yes, there is some truth in there. It's mixture. Mixture is called gray matter. The previous generation of prophets says you have never lived in light. You've only lived in gray matter. That is the situation of the entire church worldwide. And that's powerful. The gray matter is a mixture. So it's like, it's what it is. It's watered down. It is not the potency of Jesus' seed or his fruit or his Shekinah or his kingdom. It is a watered down version, which is salt losing saltiness. What is watered down? Lukewarm. Seventh Church of Revelation reality that the whole planet is in right now. To get out of lukewarm, watered-down gray matter into the fiery heat of Shekinah. The white fire, the Shekinah fire of the stairway. In order to have that, there must be a continuous repent repentance from the watered-down gray matter. The mixture with the human, the mixture with the animal, the mixture with you. Like, this is my personal... I mean, how far from the truth can you be? Unless it's direct revelation from Jesus, it's not true. Truth without being connected 
to the stairway to Jesus' throne is the greatest lie. That's what darkness is. Darkness, like Satan only using the Bible to tempt Jesus, is the highest level of sorcery. And that's what people are practicing. That's what potent sorcery of Babylon the Great is. It's the highest level of witchcraft. And that's what we're dealing with in you, not someone else, you. It's pretending to be right with God, but you have the devil on your head. To be right with God is to have Jesus formed in you, God. So they can look at you and see God. As it's written, men and women are the very tabernacle and body of God, Christ. If your God is not formed in you and he's a teaching in you of do's and don'ts, be certain you are not serving Jesus, but Satan. Truth in you. So, it's important that you can discern between light and light. And if you can't, you will never grow in Christ. You will never grow in Christ. Until you can judge accurately, as it's written, a righteous man judges all things. What is he judging? Rightly dividing the word of truth. What does it mean to divide truth? It means to know the difference between Satan coming and saying the same thing. Do you even know the difference? Satan came and quoted scripture to Jesus, and the Bible says that was the only temptation towards Christ. So if you have Christ in you, guess what Satan's coming as? Christianity, scripture, church, Light. That's what light. That's all light. But that light is darkness. Now, here is how you tell the difference. One is through intimate revelation that comes through your spirit. So Jesus is always developing his word in the soil of your spirit. That's the gospel. We need a better seed, a higher seed to come down from a higher stairway of Shekinah because the enemy in the believers is high level, high bred, potent sorcery of false Shekinah, false Jesus, false Holy Spirit, arch enemy, false prophet. What's false prophet? Having all the charismatic gifts, but still disconnected from Jesus in your belly, God outside minded, and still using the charisma in the head and justifying that as being right with God. Carnal interpretation of prophecy. <laughs> Let's look at the South Park Census exactly what needs to happen to rectify your Malkut, your earthen vessel of your Malkut, to get those etchings of the bone throne of Satan out of your bones. That that evidence of those demonic attacks, those demonic principalities over your head, is that you're carnally interpreting the prophecies coming through Red Letter Ministries. So when you see that manifestation, don't run into self-pity and pride and feel bad for me, feel bad for myself. Knock that off. It's a shell that has to crack yes. off of your head. It, it's that this very shell, this thing right yeah. here. That is what I'm preaching against. There is a false glass, a false purity, a religious covering of both those orbs mm -hmm. around your heads. And it needs to shatter not once constantly dash the nations to pieces like pottery why jesus christ why lord jesus because those shells 
are what encase your minds to not discern between true light and false light. Until you can discern between true light and false light, you cannot actually develop your spirit in Christ's genealogy. Let's go back to the sapphire stone chart. What we're dealing with right now is Black Hod and Netza. You need to be restored to true prophecy. It's the, the birds of prophecy. You have all the eagles and the prophets and the carnal interpretation of the prophecies and the prophetic word, like when Shadrach was giving the prophetic word today. If there was an in interpretation in your mind, carnally, that's the evidence that you're still under the principalities of Black, Hod, and Netza. Those are the wicked birds of the air that come to steal the seed of the true prophecy, which is the engravings of God. So, your earthen vessel, your Malkut, needs healing. And that can only come down through true prophecy, the prophecy coming down from the prophets. Prophets draw prophecy from Hod and Netzah. Those are the legs of prophecy. But if there's a shell there hmm. in your mind, you're still carnally interpreting from the bone throne of Satan... All it does is empower the demonic shells while you're thinking, oh, it's powerful, it's prophetic, it's vision. Yeah. But it's blocking your your process, your progress. It's stunting your growth. Hardening of mind, not just hardening of heart. Those shells, the pottery, Jesus Christ called it pottery, the encasement over the mind, it's because prophecy is not rightly divided. It's not used to smash the covering for the light of God to come out from within. In fact, it's applied to self through the senses instead of to Jesus' mm -hmm. seed in the human spirit. So the person can only grow in darkness and self-righteousness even in hearing Jesus Christ. Look at the Bible. Most of the people that listened to Jesus, they did not put it in their spirit. They interpreted it carnally. And what happened to them? They were literally destroyed in diaspora because of the wrong interpretation and lacking discernment of light and false light. They were destroyed and not saved by Jesus Christ. And it is no different today until you can discern rightly light from light, putting it into the spirit for the spirit bears God's image. The spirit is like God. God is spirit. Those who worship God have to be in spirit and truth. Therefore, when you rightly divide it, which means gain Shekinah through the kernel or container of the word. So it's like we've been teaching, you learn how to eat. You learn how to feast. When the gospel comes down from the stairway, the gospel of the stairway of Shekinah, walking on sapphire stones, when it comes down, people nurse first of all, have to learn how to allow the pottery to be broken. God is taking volunteers even now. This is not a mm -hmm. forceful thing. It's a time of volunteering still. God's amazing. He's only taking volunteers. He is not forcing the smashing of pottery like many are praying for. He is waiting on a people that will volunteer. Psalms 110, volunteers in the time of his power. The power is in the path of lightnings. He just is looking for people to volunteer what? Volunteer the vessel to be shattered. Mm -hmm. Not volunteered to stay whole and antichrist. Volunteered to be shattered. 
The Alabaster Box Volunteers, Mary Company, a people so shattered, they're at the tomb early the third day. What's early the third day? 2023. That's early third day, for a day is as a thousand years. A people in Mary's company, Mary of Bethany and Mary Magdalene, that are shattered and stay shattered. Otherwise, there's no revealing of Shekinah. There's no gospel at all. It's all religion until we are shattered. Amen. Amen. And the removal of those engravings of the bone throne of Satan from your bones physically. Well, you know, even today, in today's world, in 2023, just as a natural world example, there is technology now that they can make cartoons written little you know like comic strips at almost like a cellular level it's so microscopic the detail that can be drawn now and what the Lord showed me when I saw these things how much more the engravings of the sapphire stones the black sephirot have made their engravings in the bones because of human sin but his sapphire stones pure and holy true clear crystal clear living waters sparkling refreshing for your bones health to your bones through circumcision now to remove the old what is the removal instead of the mark of the beast the renewed mind the renewed mind be made new by every what revelation that's the been given to you mind. right in the levitical law if the vessel, if the earthen vessel couldn't be cleansed, what was the prescription? Break it. Stones and earthen vessels, break it or burn it. Break it or burn it ministries, right? Mm -hmm. Break the vessel, burn, burn, what set the Jesus stone on fire. What did Jesus say? Two options, fall on the rock and be crushed, or let the rock fall on you and be utterly obliterated, right? Mm -hmm. So it's either crushed or obliterated. That's what Jesus Christ said. And we want to don't we not we want to not be crushed or obliterated and called at the narrow path. Blasphemy! All right, Luke eleven verse twenty nine. Now, as the crowds were increasing in number, Hallelujah! That message will certainly get them increased. Everyone wants to hear that. Right. Well, they will. They will. They'll volunteer because God's good. You know, it, all of this rigid righteousness. That's what the Bible calls it. Rigid righteousness is the only way to grow angelically in the new creature. The new creature loves it. Problem is, with most of us, the old creature is still bigger than the new creature and we don't like it. We want the old creature attended to. We want the old creature healed. God wants to smash it, kill it, burn it, destroy it, anathema it. Mm -hmm. He wants to completely rid the world of it. Mm -hmm. God is the arch enemy of the old creature. Mm -hmm. You need more Gevra so that he can give you more Hesed. God does everything through the aspect of compassion. Then your joy will be like the sun in the new in the new creature. Isaac means laughter. He wasn't laughing when he was being bound to the altar to be killed. <laughs> he was not laughing. Scripture has it. You know, I think it's in the book of Jasher. There's tears, but there they had the tears, but there was a gentleness in there and a respect for God and even a joy. They said that even though in my tears I'm crying, in my heart, I rejoice that we are being obedient to God. And that was Isaac's attitude. None of these patriarchs will get their rewards until the seventh day. And we usher in the seventh day. That's why they're helping us. Mm -hmm. As the crowds were increasing in number, he began to say, Jesus Christ. Red letters here. 
Luke 11:29. This present generation is a wicked generation. It seeks a sign, a testing miracle, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah the prophet. Oh, come on. For just as Jonah became a sign to the people of Nineveh, so will the Son of Man also be a sign to this generation. The Queen of the South, the Kingdom of Sheba, will rise up in the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them. Because she came from the ends of the earth to listen to the wisdom of Solomon, and look, something greater than Solomon is here. Something. The king of the kingdom. He called it something, not someone. Something is greater than Solomon is here. Because it was a whole realm. It's called the stairway. The men of Nineveh will stand up as witnesses at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. Because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And look, something greater than Jonah is here. He's talking about human beings, individual, and the wisdom they brought from God as prophets. What's greater than a prophet? The something, which is the revealing of the realm to walk back from God. Jesus mm-hmm. called it something. Oh, that's the sun. That's the sun. <laughs> that's the thing itself. You can write that for your notes on the sun, the thing itself. Because it's revealed in the light of the sun, what it is that's true. himself in the light of the sun. And Jacob did that powerfully in his life by understanding the wisdom and the intelligence, I'm going to say that intelligence, the intelligence of wisdom, supernatural, spiritual, and natural intelligence of the divine godliness of God that was emanating in all the world and everything he saw. He studied the shadows and saw the wisdom and the intelligence in it. And that's what Solomon prayed for and was given. That's why, you know, the Solomonic wisdom, consider the ant, like a physical ant. He would look and see how people worked, how things worked. He studied everything in the natural realm. And he learned wisdom and divine intelligence from paying attention to his surroundings. Now, Jesus said to Nathaniel, listen, this is the genesis of Jesus's ministry. This was the first week when he's gathering his 12 disciples. He said, you will see angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man, which means the revealing of the stairway or the path of lightnings was the purpose of Messiah's ministry. We turn it into just being good people down here and moral which is total blasphemy. We turn it into humanism. Jesus Christ said, you will see, speaking to his apostles, the purpose of you being here, my revealing, the ministry of Christ, was to see angels ascending and descending, which means to reveal the secret stairway. What is true Christian ministry? The revealing of the path back to God through the established stars. There's resistance on that. Mm -hmm. Against the stairway. Now, what are religionist antichrist Christians? They're against the stairway. They're against the apostolic mandate of which Jesus Christ started his ministry. Jesus said, the purpose of my revealing and what you will learn and reveal will be Jacob's ladder. Will be the stairway of Shekinah. 
I will teach you, train you, and reveal to your senses how to accurately take people back into heaven through sapphire stones. And that's exactly what it means. Truth anyhow. No light, no one lights a lamp and then puts it in a cellar under a basket, hiding the light. But instead, it is put on the lampstand. Which means, what is what is light? The teaching of the word. A lampstand to illuminate the mm. place. It is put on a lampstand so everyone can see the stairway. Burn your bones on the fire of that menorah lamp blazing within you. Not just the lamp, <laughs> but the altar of fire. The entire temple of God working in that kingly priesthood of Jesus Christ with the living Torah not just written and not understood but spoken through Shekinah glory and that etching of iniquity that's on your bones that causes you to age and die is to be removed at what the repentance it is the repentance <laughs> That you repent in the presence, which you're here now, in the presence of the Torah scholars of the wisdom of the Old and New Torah. The Word of God, the wisdom of the Word of God on sapphire stones. Those scholars, as you repent before them, those burn out how? At the Word of Wisdom full of Shekinah glory. Uh, can we see the video with the lightnings? Jesus, or Moses said, one like me would come. Anyone that doesn't believe in him will be cut off from the people, which means he will have mm -hmm. his own Torah. One like me. Moses says, one coming after me who has not obeyed, if anyone doesn't listen to his Torah, will be utterly cut off from God. Mm -hmm. New and old Torah, both. I don't know which chart you're looking for. The one with the lightnings and the fire roses. Okay. The four worlds side by side with the lightning. Sapphire video. Sapphire video, okay. We got so many videos and charts here, guys. It's a lot. Woo! But we need it. We are students of righteousness. So, the words spoken from these ephods full of what? Blazing Shekinah. Not stolen Shekinah, but the glory and the power, whoa, the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever, and the amen, written, the beginning and the end. Jesus said what? I am the Aleph and the Toph, the beginning and the end. He is the glory. His is the glory. The Spirit of God, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, His Word. He was what? The Word made flesh. His spirit full of the living word, the heavens pouring forth speech. And it is written, Bereshit bara Elohim et, that et et at the end. How does that, how is that spelled in Hebrew? That's the Aleph and the Tav. So whenever you see that, think Jesus. Well, what is that? He's the beginning and end of the flow of the emanations of Shekinah, this lightning that you see. Surrounding these, what's the difference between the true, true Sephirot and the false? These are one. They are united, perfect, 
and power and glory, fully circumcised and washed, perfect King Jesus, perfect, sapphire stones, without shell, flowing in the river of life, unified as one. The Lord your God is one God. Hero Israel, the Lord your God is one God. And you will love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind, all your soul, all your strength. And in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 9 and verse 4, what does it say about the righteous who were marked with a mark on their forehead? The righteous who were tormented by the wickedness? The angel was told to put a mark on their forehead. That word mark is tov. And how do you spell it? Tov, vav. And that's, that, that's the Hebrew word mark. It's a mark. Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 4. The Aleph and the Tav. And it is written. <laughs> oh, it's written. In the book of Ecclesiastes 7, 8. The end of a matter is better than its beginning. Patience of spirit is better than haughtiness of spirit, which is pride. Either you have patience or you have haughtiness. Where there is no patience, mm. there is pride. Where there is no patience, there is pride in the spirit. Yeah, it's very important to have patience with yourself. Amen. The end of a matter is better than its beginning. The Aleph and the Tav. He saves the best wine for last, doesn't he? The end of a matter. What is it? The Tav. The Aleph and Tav. Those lightning sephirot that we just looked at. The beginning, the Aleph and the end, the Tav. Of all the emanations of the liquid Shekinah blood of Jesus. His Shekinah and Kavad that animate a celestial body. That word spoken to you, you drink his blood, which means you're drinking his word into your eyes, into your ears. You're speaking it out loud. You're receiving the words coming from sapphire stone, the priestly ephod of Shekinah glory, to the measure that it's been formed within us. It's Christ within us, the hope of realizing the glory. Those words have the power to erase at your repentance now. So repent now. You can put it in the comments, I repent. Sincerely, I repent. And let those words break those shells. The words you've heard at the bar tonight, at the bar of God, let those words remove the engravings of the black sapphire stones of the kingdom of hell. And let the mark of the Tav, the olive and the Tav, of Jesus Christ, the name of Jesus Christ, be written on your bones, that the bone marrow that produces the blood in your physical body would be that of pure Shekinah glory. In Jesus' name, let it be written on your bones, righteous, holy unto the Lord, on sapphire stones. And if you need the circumcision of Malkut, if you need the circumcision on Hod and Netta, those shells of those black prophecies, those wicked songbirds of the principality of the power of the air that work destruction through false prophecy, the twisting, let those be broken. But the power of the judgment of the Gevra of Jesus Christ, which is higher than that, stream down like a ruby red 
crystal on the sword of God and anathema. All false prophetics and smash and break that shell and let the true song of God the Father who's singing over you come down through those pure birds of prophecy the white dove a white eagle not one of his bones were broken why he had perfect DNA both thieves to his left and his right had their legs broken, their bones broken. It is written. His legs were not broken. No, because he had God's perfect DNA in his bones. So what you need is a bone transplant. I About four years ago or so, God took my bones and broke every single one of my bones. Dash the bones to pieces. We think, oh, the breaker anointing for my personal breakthrough for my soul. It's the breaker bone anointing. It's mm-hmm. the break your bone anointing truth anyhow. Because the bones are full of corrupted, wormy, slimy, human, sinful, iniquity-filled, sorcery DNA. They're deteriorating and dying. You have death in the bones. Valley of dry bones. What is it called? Ezekiel. Death. It's the valley of death. Where is the death stored? Bible tells you, in the bones. So unless your bones are broken, we think, oh, naturally, you know, people go, no, this is a prophetic act of Torah. The sword of the spirit able to separate bone from marrow, Hebrews 4.12. If you reject the gospel, there's no transfer of -hmm. Jesus's bone marrow into your wicked bone Mm -hmm. marrow, which means there's no salvation in your flesh. God's trying to save us in our flesh in this generation, every generation, and it's available. And you can teach it. It's a teaching. Salvation for the bones, the Bible tells you, is a teaching of the Word of God. It has to be a certain word. It has to be God's Word. It has to be the bread that came down the path of lightning. So it has to come from the secret stairway in the sky. If it's not, it won't do anything in the bones. It's just a total waste of junk food everywhere, eating the wrong food that does nothing for bone and marrow. It doesn't divide soul from spirit, and it certainly doesn't judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. That word is what saves you. That's the gospel working in the bones, the marrow, the soul, and the spirit. How is it working? Through utterly destroying the Adamic man of dust at an atomic level, at a subatomic level. At a monoatomic, spiritual, invisible level of your very spirit man. It's judging the invisible. Righteousness is the judgment of the invisible, then visible. It's true. But religion just makes the the visible good. That doesn't do anything. 99% of the universe, scientists say, 99% of the universe is invisible. Which means if you're only doing work in the visible, you are completely hypocritical to reality. Do you understand that? You're completely devoid of reality until you get filled with the word of God that illuminates the invisible. Your word is a light. What is that light for? The invisible reality that maintains visible reality. Heaven and earth knew with what? The fresh daily new word from God. Is it a new word? No, it's the daily thing he's saying right now. Your word is established in the heavens and remains forever. Heaven and earth will pass away, but your word remains forever. 
which means the word is not changing. What God's saying, the person, is what changes the times, the seasons, what the Father wants to do, what's on his heart, what's written in gold in the timeline by his throne. That is what we need to connect to and have a vision of and learn how to eat from, to flow with God in the river of life and the path of lightnings to be his dread champions of lightnings. And therefore, when you walk on the path of lightnings, guess what? You're the real sons of thunder. You're the real dread champions. The seven thunders and seven lightnings belong to those who obey God's celestial word and produce its fruit in their spirit and outward through their senses. As it's written, your soul will go from glory to glory which means your mind, will, and emotions and your five senses will begin to emit Shekinah. I make my ministers flames of fire, right? What's the fire? Shekinah. You know the word for fire is often Shekinah in the Bible, which means the very light of the word is what causes us to be baptized in fire. The fire of God is the light of what God has spoken today. Which means if you're in tuned and aligned with God, the fire increases. Mm -hmm. If you get into your own self-interpretation of false Christianity, there's no light in you except darkness. So, no one lights a lamp and then puts it in a cellar, nor under a basket, hiding the light. But instead, it is put on a lampstand, so that those who come may see the light. The eye is the lamp of your body. The eye is the lamp of your body. The eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye is clear, listen now, when your eye is clear, spiritually perceptive, focused on Yadevave. That's what it says. Focused on Yadevave. Then your whole body is also full of Shekinah. Benefiting. From God's word, benefiting from God's Torah. That's what it says. Mm -hmm. But when it is a bad spiritual blind eye, your body is bad and spiritually and full of darkness and devoid of God's word. Be careful, therefore, that the light that is in you is not darkness. So all of these red letter teachings of Messiah is about discerning Shekinah in the word of God whether you're in the religion of the fallen angels, mm -hmm. the religion of false Christianity, in the horror of Babylon, in the false prophet, in the red dragon, in the beast who speaks blasphemy, which is false Christianity continuously, that has no Shekinah, that has no wisdom, that's not from above, that's from below. Be careful, therefore, that all of this blindness and, and darkness and wrong understanding of Scripture is not in you. You understand that that's what destroys believers. That is what is trying to kill everyone after they come into saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. So Jesus is trying to help you discern between light and darkness within his word. Notice both the darkness is the false word. It's the same word. It's the same letter. But it's not what God is saying and doing. It's not based on relationship and covenant. It's based on self and soul fallen angels. So, 
if your whole body is illuminated with no dark part. What does that mean? You understand the word from Genesis to Revelation called the wisdom of the ages. The whole body illuminated. The body past, the body present, the body future. And every part. What's the whole body illuminated? Look at it. If you interpret scripture with the full body, past, present, future, Genesis 1 to Revelation 22, if you can do that, then you will be entirely bright. Luke eleven thirty six. If your whole body is illuminated with no dark part, no religious part, no self part, no wrongly interpreting of scripture, it's exactly what the teaching is. Then it will be entirely bright, every single rung emitting Shekinah. As when the lamp gives you light with its bright rays. That is the full manifestation of maturity of the Word of God in the whole body emitting Shekinah. That's a person who lives in Jacob's ladder with revelation, wisdom, and knowledge. Amen. 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 That's the bride of the lamb. He said the lamp. The lamb will be its lamp. The bride of the lamb married to his brightness. Your eyes married to his brightness. Now he said that the mark of the righteous, there's a mark and there's a seal. If the mark is the Tav Vav, look at the letter Tav. The meaning of the Tav is a seal. And it was originally written, or in that old version of Hebrew, the, pic the pictorial form, it was originally a cross or an X. It was originally a cross. That's the Tav. Jesus said, I am the Aleph and the Tav. When he was on the cross, what did he say? It is finished. Or the Aramaic interpretation is mm. my bride. The cross itself is the Hebrew letter. That's the Tav, the Et, Aleph and Tav, the lightning ephod. Uh, can we look at the video one? The Shekinah glory of these emanations, not just the sapphire stones. We talk about Shekinah, often it appears as a cloud. We put it in our graphics as a cloud, but here it's as lightning. This is when you're a cloud rider. Within the cloud, it is clear. Within the cloud it is clear glory. He said, I am the Aleph and the Tav, or in other words, I am the A through Z, the whole Aleph bet that created the universe. The letters that make up the engravings, that is the spirit of Jesus Christ, the word of God, who was made flesh. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, who came in the flesh, who was born of a virgin mother, Mary's virgin birth. And he lived and had his ministry on the earth until age 33 in the flesh. And he was crucified for the forgiveness of sins. And he was raised to life on the third day. And who prepared him for the embalming? It was the perfume. And who poured the perfume? Oh, Mary Bethany. The perfume prepared him for the embalming. 15% off, June 15, BB Luxury Perfumes. Mm -hmm. 
And Jesus Christ, amen. Get it while it lasts. Shameless pun. Yes. And Jesus Christ promised that everywhere the true gospel would be preached, she would be mentioned. There is no gospel without the adoration and the breaking of the alabaster box and the pouring out of the perfume and that which is precious upon Jesus for his death, burial, and his resurrection. He was raised on the third day, and then he ascended to the Father. He is the ascended Christ. He is the Aleph Tov, the A through Z, the whole Aleph Bet that created the universe, or the universes, the worlds. So you have the mark, the Tov, Vav, and the seal. So you have the mark and the seal of the chosen. crown of thorns for a crown of stars mm. the mark of the righteous holy elect and chosen a crown of stars of the bride of Christ mm -hmm. eternal life or eternal chaios that hope of an eternal chaya 12:1 crown of stars the hope of an eternal chaya layer of, of mm. soul married to him Married to him. And what's married to him? What's another word that means married? That's one of the listed definitions of the Hebrew word nasa, nasa, 5375. One of the meanings of the word nasa, N-A-S-A, in the Hebrew, or some spellings render it N-A-S-A-H, is married. So in Psalms 121.1, a song of ascents, a song of ascending the Sephiroth. That word for married, Nasa, Esa, I will lift up my eyes. That's I will marry my eyes. I've made a marriage covenant with my eyes. I will marry my eyes to the hills from where, and that from where, Mayayin represents Keter, the Ayin of Keter, the Eye of God. I will marry my eyes to the hills or to the mountain of Keter. From where comes my help? I will marry my eyes in covenant. Job said, I have made a covenant with my eyes. Yes, Lord. I will marry my eyes all my eyes, every eye affixed to every wing. As you've transfigured in the sun, how many eyes do you have to covenant to God now? As many as he's affixed to you. The eyes of your flesh, the eyes of your nefesh, the eyes of the Ruah. Married to the eyes of the Ruah HaKadosh. Married to the eyes. Married to the eye of God, the eye, the ayin of Keter, which is the will of God. I will nasa my eyes to Keter from where my help comes from. I will marry in covenant, a marriage covenant with all of my eyes. You can write it now by faith. I will marry my eyes in marriage covenant to the Keter of God Most High where my help comes from. The mark and seal of the chosen. Amen. You'll never 
feel breakthrough in your entire eternal walk with God like experiencing the ISAV of Revelation 3. You will never have a breakthrough like it. It is the greatest breakthrough of all breakthroughs is the breakthrough of continuous increasing ISAV. It's the most important thing in your lives. It is the entry gate of the enemy or the exit gate of God. Whether it's used for the enemy or God is our choice. Amen. And since we are journalists of the glory, uh, just an update, a report here mentioning the eyes. Uh, earlier in the summer, our team and our local people were able to avert economic disaster. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> oh, come on. Glory. I want to say it. Yeah, say it again. <laughs> oh. Write it in the comments. Avert <laughs> economic disaster. Avert economic disaster Amen. by the consecration of eyes. Now, our men in Minneapolis earlier this year, we received the report that if they consecrated their eyes in June, that we could avert the economic disaster, and we were victorious in that. So thank you to the men, the RLM men of Minneapolis, for doing that. The consecration of your eyes, and you made that effort for holiness with your eyes, that was successfully averted. We have gotten word recently that they are trying to plan another one for this summer. So please renew the covenant with your eyes and understand it's not just a, it's about you and your walk with God, but it's mm -hmm. also about mm -hmm. this, uh, the country and this country, what happens here affects the whole world mm -hmm. and it affects the believers. The whole planet's on the line So with all of this. So keep in mind, it's summertime. People are walking around like so it's Sodom and Gomorrah. And so and all the Ophanim are on the stairway. So oh, yeah. you can have eternal summer in the Ophanim stairway. Amen. And I mean, have an eternal summer, or you can participate in the garbage of temporary sin. Amen. So covenant, renew that covenant with your eyes. Mm. And I want to challenge the men to rise up because it's really on the men for this. I don't know exactly why we, we can infer it because of, you know, the, the sins of the fall of man, Adam following after Eve. And, you know, she looked to the fruit. He looked after Eve yeah, and followed her. I sins, every single one. Yep. So, but for some reason, when it comes down to this temptation of the eyes, the breakthrough of the men has the power to avert economic disaster. And participate with us fast. Yeah. Uh, some of this stuff, you won't even know what ISAV is until you do a little water fasting. Yeah. Tomorrow night, uh, Saturday night, 6 p.m. through Monday night, 6 p.m., all the men's group and Red Letter Ministries is doing a water fast. So it's 48 hours beginning Saturday, 6 p.m. to Monday, 6 p.m. Everyone's welcome to join us. But let's consecrate this fast for the illumination of our eyes with the eye salve of Jesus Christ. And I thank you, Father in Heaven, for those eye angels bringing the upgrade, even at a DNA level. This is something, and God's been speaking about eyes my whole Christian life, but I never knew this. Until yesterday, this came up just on my feed sovereignly in the prophecy of God, that the eyes are one of the only one of two parts of the human body that don't have blood in them that receive their oxygen directly from outside in the air. <laughs> so, 
It represents it there it's like a disconnect entirely from the human blood. Which means if your eye be consecrated, you'd be full of light, Jesus Christ. So the eye has the ability to walk in Shekinah because there's no corruption of human blood right away, immediately. Which means it's not going to take hundreds and thousands of years for blood transfusion. There's no blood in eyes. Mm. You have zero blood in that part of your eye that sees. It's all takes in its oxygen from mm. outside of the eyeball. No veins, no arteries, none of that. So right now, I declare a fast for the eye salve of Jesus Christ, and especially, like Rebecca saying, for the men's eyes. Mm -hmm. Guys, that's the total reverse of the entire curse of the fall. When our eyes begin to blaze like eyes of flashing fire of Messiah, you'll be walking so high in Shekinah glory, I'm telling you, the consecration of the entire vessel is consecrated to the Lord. You come up the mountain, begin to see God and His glory in ways you can't even imagine. Some of you don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit because your eyes are full of dust. So fast with us. Get your eyes clean. I bet you the Holy Ghost will come right in and give you your prayer language begin speaking in tongues. Amen. 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 Slay Amalek. Take the promised land. Anytime you see some kind of form of fleshly temptation come across your... Oh, here's another tip. Never doom scroll social media. Do not... If you ever find yourself just casually scrolling, stop. Ask your angels to remind you to stop. You're basically a sitting duck. Don't put yourself in situations where you're a sitting duck, right? Don't just la la la. I mean, if this was Vietnam, you went la la la, wander through enemy territory with your gun, not at your side... What are you doing? Mm. Be wise. You're going to be in the full-on ghillie suit, making mm. your way, lining up the shot, controlling your own heartbeat even to where you can, you know, get the headshot, get the kill. You're, kill you're here to kill demons. You're here to advance the kingdom of God. And just remember, anytime you see that kind of sexual temptation in the eyes, it's not worth a billion dollars. It's the not blanks and the specks in the eyes of Jesus Christ's teaching were demons. Yep. Everyone, he said everyone had demons in their eyes. Mm -hmm. That's red letters. And anytime you see one of those temptations, any kind of fleshly thing, just just to remind yourself and get don't don't be like oh oh no oh god I can't just but get I would even get I get angry. I hate Amalek. I hate Jezebel. I hate. I will kill. I will slay Amalek. Anytime that impulse of the flesh, you feel that going to the genitalia. If you feel that electrical impulse, that's the wrong tree. If you feel that temptation, what do we talk about in Joel's bar? Get the bread, get the incense, study Torah. The word is to kill it. If you still feel... Go right to the sword of the word and kill it. If you still feel the sexual temptation, go to the Bible anyway. Don't be ashamed. Drag If that demon, I say, if that demon is attacking you, what? Drag it to the Torah, study with you until it dies. Mm -hmm. Put that in your eyes, put it in your ears. And I hate Amalek. I'm going to kill it because it also is the destruction of chaos. The chaos in the world and in your life comes through the evil impulses of the flesh. So you're binding the word of God to those portals to completely close the demonic portals so you can continue your journey in peace and in safety. And for your your Facebook media, this is all you need to do. Don't go through scrolling. Just simply click open and click on Red Letter Ministries group so much it becomes one of your saved buttons at the top. 
just go there to your profile, your stuff, and then go to Red Letter Ministries. And, you know, if you have a wholesome, you know, wholesome memes that you follow. RLM is a constant daily feast. You should never be, if you're in the army of God, you should never be doing this thing. Just uh, uh, catch yourself. uh, uh. What are you doing? You could be doing Torah study. You could be helping clean the house. You could be studying for your business as an entrepreneur. But notice she said you could do that in Torah. Mm -hmm. You could do that in holy studies. Yeah, get in the Torah. You can do that in RLM. Yeah, do that in RLM. But she's saying not do it with all of the the lewd living out there in Babylon with all of their pictures that they post on their Mm -hmm. walls. Yep. So don't be just scrolling your homepage. Be intentional. Refrain from lust. Yep. And and don't put yourself in a place where you know it's going to pop up. You have other things that are much better to do. You're going to have much more fun revelating because it might seem boring at first, but when that thread, that vein opens up of revelation and glory and you get a taste of the glory and the power of the word of God and the presence of the Holy Ghost, it is the most interesting, fascinating, riveting, glorious thing that you could possibly feel and pretty soon there goes the evil impulse is gone it, it, you don't know where it went it it chased it away that'll do it get into the word of god and and memorize it write it because if you're driving you see the joggers you know the demonic timing all right he left the house you got guys you know right guys watching guys at home you know you know what i'm talking about they'll send out the little joggers decree fire on your path before you leave the house and put put those blinders on memorize at least a few scriptures that you can just i hate amalek joshua killed amalek they killed jezebel they pushed her out the window the dogs ate her to death after she already splatted on the ground just kill it kill it kill it kill it get in the torso i will love the lord my god with all my heart i will marry my eyes the psalm of Joel's army is the army for the salvation of the eyes you can do that it. is literally the front lines of mm-hmm. what we're warring for yeah amen it's gonna get a lot easier as you go up amen the stairway man your spirit becomes so strong that uh it literally has strength over the temptation where you can shut that stuff down you can shut demons down don't over assess the strength of your spirit that's when you need to be really wise Mm -hmm. and spend even more time strengthening your spirit Mm -hmm. in the book of proverbs it says that a prostitute reduces a man to bread which is a parable in the original language what it really means is it reduces you to poverty Mm -hmm. so the prostitute coming across the eyes they're trying to steal from your wallet so anytime you see someone in your peripherals Mm -hmm. coming by they're going to try and tempt you because they know you're not at that level of consecration yet because you're still going up. Remember, it's not about you being perfect yet. It's about you surviving and thriving on the journey before you're made perfect so that you can keep rising. We're talking survival skills. We're talking protect your wallet from that whore <laughs> who is a demon. The demon yeah. is the whore. Don't just get mad at the people. Get mad at the demon. They're not going to steal from me anytime you see all social media, some kind of naked bodies on some advertisement, you can't control it. Get that thing out of there ASAP. Look at a picture of Jesus' face. Put his face as the background of your phone. Most of the kingdom of hell is assigned 
to stealing from the human race mm -hmm. through the sins of the eyes. They're stealing your money. When right. they come in and you feel that if, if someone comes across your path and you look at them and you feel a sexual impulse in your genitals, they've already stolen money from your wallet. Guarantee you, that's how hell works, I know. They're stealing money from your wallet. Every time you feel an impulse of electricity, when you see the flesh, you see the nakedness, they've already stolen money from your wallet. Now, take that and get angry and say, not today, Satan. Not today, Jezebel. Not today, you lying demon. I don't care about flesh bags walking around. I care about the glory and the honor of God. I will strengthen the holy impulse. The holy impulse. And it will anathema the evil impulse of lust of the flesh out of the eyes. You can do it. You're more than overcomers. Set the standard for all the men who've ever lived in the earth and flood this thing and stop letting the lust of the eyes steal your money that God intended to give to you to bless you, level up your family, and advance the kingdom of God in righteousness, into the ministry of righteousness. So mm -hmm. get angry for once about it and stop letting them steal out of your wallet. If you wonder why there's no increase, hit, it, hit that area hard, consecrate the eyes, marry them to Keter, and let the lightnings of God sanctify your eyes. Amen. Amen. It feels a thousand times better to have Yade Vave emanating out your eyes. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> the holiness of the Isev. Isev's oil. And it's the oil of joy in the eyes. So the eyes are always happy. Mm. And so the senses are consecrated. <laughs> Nothing diminishes Shekinah. Nothing diminishes Torah. All the senses consecrated, sanctified for the magnification of Torah and the magnification of Shekinah. Now you're getting holy consecrated in the stairway of Shekinah. Mm, chaste, virgin, <laughs> king, Jesus, yep. in all his purity and power and riches and honor and wealth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bless you guys. If you want to support RLM, click the links in the description. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Amen. Amen. But there's some other doors, some more glorious doors, <laughs> some doors that you've never considered before. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, thoughts of good and not of evil to bring you unto my expected end. And you'll go from glory to glory you'll go from glory to glory we'll go oh we'll go from glory to glory we'll go in the will of the lord yes we'll go from glory to glory we'll go from glory to glory we'll go from glory to glory, we'll go in the will of God. Oh, we'll glow from glory to glory. From glory to glory, oh, we'll go.
gathering abundance on the right and on the left. We'll go in the will of God. Yes, we'll gather in abundance on the right and on the left. We'll gather in abundance on the right. We'll gather in abundance on the right. Listen up, announcement. Tuesday's 4th of July. No Joel's Bar. We're in a boat parade and a barbecue, and it's a super big national holiday. So we're not going to be here Tuesday. Uh, we got a bunch of other holiday stuff going on with the family barbecuing and boat parading. So we'll see you Wednesday, July 5th. Mm -hmm. But we oh, will but be wait, here tomorrow. tomorrow. We'll be tomorrow yeah. here for Saturday. But Tuesday, no Joel's Bar. Happy 4th of July. Happy Amen. Fall. Keep going from glory to glory. Yes. In your eyes. In your eyes. Singing the spirit, singing the spirit. 